Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be on the grand chessboard of life, whether you are standing on a black square facing your inner shadows and inner demons, or you're on a white square standing in the light and meditating, no matter how you move on that board, whether it's one step forward at a time or four steps forward at a time or even backwards, I hope that you are able to recognize that the chess game belongs to God, the true God above all gods, or if you want to call it the source or the force or what have you, I want you to recognize that both the black and the white, the light and the dark belong to one owner and one owner only. And what does that mean for you? (laughs) I was thinking about this earlier and I was thinking it means that The owner being love itself, (laughs) the most powerful force in this universe, in all the universes, the most powerful force outside of the universes that created those universes, galaxies, planets, stars, and what have you. That owner is created from pure love and is divine. So what does that mean for your shadow self and your shadow work and the demons and the devils and the, the warmongers and the racist people and all the horrible people out there? Well, it, it kind of means that love has won. God is the board. God is the chess pieces on the board. God plays black as well as white, light as well as dark. God is in you and in me and in every tree and every bee. God is everywhere that you want to be. So what does that really mean? No matter what, love has won. No matter what side of the board you're standing on, no matter what peace you are on that big chess board of life. You still belong to the creator of all creators. You are still a part of the great divine. Sure. We're playing a game right now. Doesn't feel like a game. Sometimes you might say, but this is my life, Elena. What do you mean? It's a game, but it's a game that you chose to play. You came to play it seriously, or maybe not. Maybe you decided to be a juggler and travel the world and think quick on your feet. Maybe you chose to come here this time to burn off some karma. Maybe you came to be on a spiritual journey or a spiritual path, or maybe you just stumbled upon this podcast and thought you might get a good laugh out of it. But you know who's always laughing? (laughs) It's the great divine. He, she, they, it, however you wish to 
think about it, God is outside of pronouns or personal agendas or personal anything. Um, God is impersonal. God created everything. If you don't like the word God, we'll say source or the force. The force, (laughs) the great spirit, the divine, psychedelic Bob. (laughs) One of my most favorite ones ever. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so psychedelic Bob created this game, created your life, created your body, created your identity. (laughs) But God has won. Love has won. The force always will be and ever shall be, always has been and will remain long after you pass from this earth, long after this earth passes from the galaxy, long after this galaxy no longer exists in this universe, long after this sun goes supernova and sends interplanetary shockwaves throughout the rest of the universe. God is at the helm of every move that we make. We have free choice. Sure, you might argue we've got free will, free choice. But who gave us that? (laughs) It's like saying I have a goldfish in a bowl. And I'm looking at that goldfish and that goldfish has free will. It could go anywhere it wants to inside that bowl. It can't, you know, get out of the bowl and walk across the kitchen to the refrigerator and make itself a little snack when I'm at work, right? (laughs) When I'm out of the house, you know, it doesn't have that kind of free will. (laughs) You know, so we're no longer, we're, we're no different than that goldfish in, in the bowl. We're no longer going to be able to ignore the fact that we have free will, but we don't have that much free will. We can't leave the planet at will yet. It's coming. Oh, it's definitely coming. It's, (laughs) it's soon. So very, very soon. Might be a hundred years from now, might be next year. I mean, hell, you could fire up your Merkaba right now and leave the planet in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, you could possibly. I was talking um, to my kid last night, and when we were talking, I had my screen open to this book I was reading, and it said the Merkaba can be activated to ascend to the fifth dimension. And when you have it spinning really quickly, I guess, it said that you can use it to dematerialize and rematerialize your body. And I'm like, ooh, okay. That was a clue I had never heard before. So much to learn still. I have so much to learn. And so do you. So do we all. (laughs) I was thinking about how most of my adult life I have honored and cherished the Ascended Masters and how they've really 
man, they came so far and did so much work. Like, wow. They really reached the pinnacle of what they could achieve and accomplish here on earth. You know, uh, embodying the consciousness of the Christ. Creating situations where they no longer have to worry or have fear about anything. (laughs) Going invisible at will, walking on water in case there's a flood. In case they're hungry, materializing food or water. I mean, hell, they can materialize hot chocolate if they want to. They don't even have to cook. And actually, when you look back on what we read in the life and teachings of the masters of the Far East, they don't even have to clean anymore. (laughs) Oh, I mean, right when I said that and I laughed, I heard George Michael singing, Freedom! (laughs) Not what he was talking about, but oh boy. Oh boy. That's some kind of freedom. I mean, if, if for nothing else, you know, it might be worth your while and mine to, uh, (laughs) become spiritual masters ourselves. As Jesus said, you can do all this and more, or maybe he said more, you shall do also. You know, when talking about what he has been able to accomplish. This is right before he was arrested, he said that. And it's so interesting. Because I have proven it to myself that with my spiritual practice and my understanding and as it increases, as I decrease my shadow work, you know, it's like paperwork piled up on a desk, you know, you just gotta, well, let's look at this paper. Oh yeah. The time that your stepmother said this, or your father did that, or the time you got mad at your sibling for this. Well, let's take care of that right now. You know, you just kind of look at, look at the, the charges there on the paper. Like, okay, all right. Did I do my penance? Do I, do I need to do something? Do I need to forgive them? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to forgive that person. Oh, look at this piece of paper. I need to forgive myself. Let's just, you know, scratch it off the list because I forgive myself. I forgive them. Really explore each and everything on your desk. And as your paperwork dwindles on that (laughs) desk of shadow work, um, you get a little bit more light, I think, a little bit more illumined inside. And the more you become enlightened with light inside the more you get to know God within the more you can allow that light within to crack your inner exterior and the more you're able to dissipate the darkness the more you can see right and I've learned that the more I know the more I don't know. <laughs> it's so crazy. The more I know, the the more I don't know. What? You don't know what you don't know. You know? <laughs> I, I tried to explain it to my kid last night, and God's like, she's never going to understand. 
until she has more spiritual awakenings and does it for herself. (sighs) She'll never understand. I was thinking how ironic today she's been fighting for people to see her through the identity that she wishes to be seen as the whole time denying me my own existence the whole time not seeing me and then I started thinking such is life I mean we're always no matter who we are you know whether it's a gender identity or a sexual orientation identity that we wish people to see us as so that we can live life free and open and available so that people know who we are and we have a greater understanding if they, uh, if they know who we are, they see us for who we really are, know us, and then they accept us and we know who we are and we love us and we accept ourselves then we all can live in a a much greater society. Yes. And that's all we ever really wanted, right? It's all we want. It requires being open and vulnerable. It requires being pissed off and crying sometimes. It requires being open to who you truly are. Now, those of you who've been with me on my journey of making this podcast for the past four years, you have seen me go through a ton of shit. You've seen me break down. Well, maybe not see with your eyes. You're hearing with your ears, though. You have heard me break down and cry on air. You have seen me at my worst. You've seen me at my angriest. You've seen me upset beyond belief. You've seen me in fear couple times not really in fear of my life necessarily but a couple times I was questioning whether it would get that bad you've watched as I've uh, gone through abuse from a couple different people and I've handled it to the best of my ability and I talked about that I talked about my weaknesses and my insecurities and my fears. And I've talked about what I did to overcome and what I'm still doing. And you have heard me say that I've accepted the light within. I've accepted what is. I've accepted myself and I've accepted who I am and I still want more for myself, of course. Really like to move. (laughs) Really want my twin flame. You know, and the twin flame journey, I mean, this is no ordinary, you know, this is no ordinary relationship where karma accrues and then you part ways and come back in another lifetime to figure it out. Oh, shit. Didn't mean to kill you, dude. Well, you get to kill me this time, or (laughs) usually it's not that dramatic, but sometimes it is. You guys have stood by and watched as I try to make sense of some of the weird shit that's happened around me, because I've acknowledged when it comes around. You guys have listened to me as I'm speaking and 
have heard uh, ETs appear in my house before me with the loud cracking of the whip sound when I was all by myself. You guys have uh, heard voices around me as I'm speaking and I don't hear it until I play it back later. <laughs> Woo! Boy, did that give me the willies. Oh, man, it's happened a few times. <laughs> and those of you who've been with me for a long time know to look for those artifacts. I call them artifacts in the audio. Things that should not be there. <laughs> You've seen me angry. You have heard me open up portals and send spirits through that needed to go. It's just a little thing I do. <laughs> you have heard me interview aliens. You have heard me or interdimensionals, if you want to say it that way, extraterrestrials, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, <laughs> You've heard me lambast certain factions of certain religions. <laughs> uh, you've seen my frustration when things weren't going right in my life or when I've been personally attacked by people with words, with venom, with out and out physical aggression against me. You were there when my kids left home, or at least when my son left home, and how I was so mixed, my feelings were so mixed. I miss him so much, I've invited him back. Oh, good Lord. I said, you can stay with me until you find your own place. <laughs> Pointing out that clause of, you've got to find your own place. <laughs> oh, goodness. I love him dearly, but boy, living with him is just like, no. <laughs> It'd be nice to see him if he comes back. He's planning on it. He says he thinks he may come back. He's still working on it. I'm like, hey, it's going to be an option soon, like really soon. You know, I will try to buy his way into this partnership and we will all do it together. It's going to work out. I just feel it. Knock on wood. <laughs> I just, we've, we've been through so much together and this is the end. Tonight is the final uh, episode of season seven. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what next week holds. I do plan on being back for season eight, which starts on Halloween. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to try to get my friend to do the show with me. She's a witch. <laughs> it might be fun, actually. We may have to have conversations about it about that, about witchcraft, we might have to, we might just talk about UFOs. I mean, I don't think we've ever talked about UFOs, she and I, and I haven't had her on the show in a long time. She's had a really crazy past year and I don't know. Prime creator told me this season's going to be just you. And I said, okay. 
I work for God, guys. I've been working for God since 2007. I turned my life over to the one will and I said, okay, this is what I want. I just want you to help me with my life. I want to hear your voice. I want to know you like a friend. And I want to work for you. Humbly like a servant. I don't want to make a move without you because I have not done so very well on my own. I might as well work for you. And it's been quite interesting. In this past week, God has told me to, he's seen me go through so many weird spiritual battles. Like, what the fuck? Like, here I'm preaching unity consciousness, and all of a sudden, in the past two to three weeks, <laughs> I was attacked personally. And in fact, a couple months ago, about three months ago, I started to be personally attacked by somebody I didn't even know I was being attacked. I'm like, why am I so sick all, this, all of a sudden? And I'm not anymore. Thank you, God. Knock on wood. I will remain healthy. I am healthy. (laughs) Remember, whatever you say after the words, I am. That's God's name in the Bible. I am, right? In the Old Testament as well. In the Jewish version as well. I am. Because at the core of you, you are God. I am God. I'm just a spark of the great divine. I'm not like the whole of God, obviously, you know, I'm not so egotistical as to think I am God of all things. Cause I know I'm not God. Like if I was God of all things right now, my, I wouldn't live where I live. (laughs) I would be able to grow an orange tree with oranges on it right in front of me. I would be thinner. I would look a little younger, (laughs) you know, if I want to have a laundry list of shit that I can't change in a heartbeat (laughs) to let me know I have a ways to go yet. Yeah, I've got that list. (laughs) You know, I I just like, God, I'd really like to have this done. Like to have that done. (laughs) I'd like to be thinner. I'd like to remain very healthy though. (laughs) You gotta be careful what you ask for. You might ask to get thinner and get the flu for three weeks and almost die. (laughs) So I would like to do it in a healthy way, please. (laughs) Oh man. My, my mom said something horrible to me when she said, you know, cause my, my aunt or my cousin, um, Marilyn, God rest her soul. All of them, they all died now. But my mom said, yeah, Marilyn was so overweight for so long, and no matter what she did, she couldn't control her eating. She couldn't control herself. I don't know what was going on there. She's like, but then she got cancer, and she lost so much weight, and she looks so great now, even though she's dying of cancer. She looks so good now. Look how thin she is. I'm like, oh, my God, Mom. She's like, well, I mean... Now, she says, the way I look at it is, well, she says, now that I, you know, or if I ever get cancer, at least I've got that cushion, you know, I could lose all that weight and not be, you know, going down to be thin as a rail and die because I'm so thin. And she says, sure enough, sure, shit, she had cancer when she died. It's weird. I'm like, no, cancel that thought. Cancer that thought. I mean, cancel. (laughs) I was like, mom, I can't believe you said that. I mean, yeah, Marilyn does look good, but I mean... I'd rather have her fat, happy, and alive than looking good in the casket any day. She's like, yeah, me too. Yeah. 
It's really no wonder my mom died within a couple years of Marilyn. They talked every day of their lives since they were little kids. Every single freaking day. Whether they were in person or on the phone, even when my mom was a very little kid, she had, like, Marilyn, that was, they were best friends. And cousins and best friends. And I miss them. I, I miss my cousin Marilyn so much. God, she's such a lovely lady, like, laughing constantly. It runs in the family, obviously. And these are people I did not grow up with. I did not know them until I was in my 30s. Yeah, I'm in my 50s now. But you guys have watched me go through a lot and learn and grow a lot. And and I hope that you have learned a lot and from me and that you've grown a lot as a result of listening to me and... Sometimes I've given examples of what not to fucking do. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, ah, maybe you've seen me go off the rails. Maybe you've felt that maybe I was a little too out there. There was somebody who called me on, um, oh God, I was going to say Skype. He didn't call me on Skype, but it was, you know, one of those programs where why the hell? It's like I've only ever used it like twice in my whole life. But anyway, um, it's the new one. It's the new version of Skype. <laughs> and he he um, was telling me all this stuff about God and how it's not what you think. And And then he started looking around above his head and he was like, oh, she what? And, he, and then they were like telling him, I'm like, they're telling you something about me. What are they telling you? Oh, they said that you're probably not going to believe it. You have your own beliefs and, and you don't believe the same as him. And I'm like, yeah, but I would like to hear your point of view and I'd love to interview you. And then he's like, well, you don't understand. Good exists and evil exists and angels and devils are real. And God is real and the final countdown is happening and I looked at him and I go, well, I know that because I am an archangel. And he's like, excuse me, what? And I'm like, I am an archangel and I've been working for God directly since 2007. I'm the original archangel of death. I started the apocalypse. I know the shit's going down because I'm a part of it. And, and I'm, a, I found out I was a celestial a few years ago. It sounds crazy, but here it is. And he's like, oh, oh. And then he got all nervous. And he said, well, th- uh, thank you for your service. And and then he's like, well, uh, I got to go. I'm getting another call. And he really was. I heard a call or something on his phone. Might have been a notification, you know. They had nothing to do with the call. And he looked all nervous. And he thought he had hung up and he didn't hang up yet. And he said, oh, boy. And he's never called back to be on the show again. And I'm thinking he doesn't want to sound as crazy as I know I sound. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because I'm like, oh, I love this guy so much. He's so cool. We talked for two hours and I didn't even interview him in that whole time. And I think I might've saved his fucking career to be honest, because by sounding as crazy as I sounded, by sounding as crazy as I sounded I think it was a mirror for him that reflected back to him how crazy this shit sounds I know how how crazy it sounds you know it's my 
reality, but it's not my reality only. It's not only in my mind. It's just that there's layers upon layers upon layers upon layers to this reality that we live in. And it all depends on what we choose to focus on. Just like when you have a miner's hat on and you're in a cave and you're spelunking and you're trying to find gold or diamonds or whatever the hell you find in a cave, you might be looking straight up and looking at the bats and they're crapping on your face. That might be what you want to look at. Oh, look at the animals. Or you might you know, see weird bugs on the floor of the cave. And you're like, Ooh, look at that. You might be looking at the stalagmites or the stalactites, but in that moment, your reality is only stalagmites and stalactites, right? That's your only focus. Maybe your focus is to turn the lamp off and and meditate and pray in the dark. See, that would be my focus in that situation. And then when I'm ready, open my eyes and turn the light on after I've contemplated the darkness within and without. And then I contemplate the whole of the fucking cave, all of it, without wanting any part of it. Just knowing it's there and trying to be aware of the reality of it. There might be other beings that I can't see. Might be people in the other part of the cave that I can't see. They might be ghosts. They might be humans around the bend. I don't know. But I'm open to all the possibilities. That's just how I've been living my life in the past couple years. I wanted to be open to all of the possibilities. And reality is getting ready to slap me in the face quite soon. And I think that (laughs) tomorrow morning when I wake up without season seven to do (laughs) and for the next six weeks, I'm going to really try to make some money and (laughs) get back into the quote unquote real world and, (laughs) you know, into the 3D reality again, unfortunately. But at the same time in the nighttime, I'm going to try to meditate and try to, um, learn about the other cool stuff that exists as well. Life is a balancing act. Sometimes, you know, we're trying to decide between masculine and feminine. And sometimes we're deciding between the dark and the light. And sometimes we're standing on a fucking wire over a city with a giant pole and we got to find out what is true balance. You know, we have to make sure we don't plummet to our death <laughs> because we focused on one end of the pole too much or the other end. We got to focus right in the middle, you know, right in the middle between wisdom and understanding and that gray area, <laughs> the dead center of that yin yang symbol that we talked about a while back several episodes ago so these are the things I'm thinking as we close out season 7 I think about how many of you have become my friend and I truly value uh, these friendships that I've formed Um, even if they're online friendships right now I feel like one day I'm going to meet these people in person. I'm going to meet you in person. And I'm really grateful about that. I really feel like 
some at some point I will probably have some kind of a retreat some kind of a meditative sort of retreat where we can all get together and hang out and get to know each other in person and ask a million and one questions you could ask me and if I don't know I'll ask prime creator I'm grateful to have this relationship with God where I can ask him things for you guys until you can learn how to ask him yourself. And I want to be able to help you get to that level as well, where you can just ask him whatever you want. You don't need me. All the answers literally are within you, inside you. So I'm excited about that too. I feel like this is going to be, um, it's going to be quite fun when we all get to that level. I don't know what's going on with the, um, Ascension stuff. I keep hoping that I've been wrong all along and the sun will just burst a huge ass flare at us and we're like, boop, up into the fifth dimension. Oh shit, this is new. You know, I really keep hoping it's one of those, you know, mass ascensions where we all just like plop up there. You know, like God flicks us to the fifth dimension. Bink. Okay, we're here now. <laughs> oh, wow. I was reading about... This made me a little melancholy today. I've got to admit, I feel melancholy. Um, not only because it's the end of the seventh season, but... I feel melancholia because I read that when you go to the fifth dimension, when you ascend, you can either take your physical body with you, or you can go in your, um, Maya Varupa body, (laughs) Maya Varupa. I can't say it without rolling my R's because you know, now that I live in Ecuador <laughs> and I've had, and I've lived in Peru, <laughs> uh, just cause I'm in Spanish landia and I've been here for a good seven years living in Spanish speaking countries. I'm constantly rolling my R's now and it's hard for me to say certain words. Maya Varupa. There we go. <laughs> it's like I tried it twice. Maya, M-A-Y-A-V-A-R-U-P-A. That's this word. And I found out that it's like um, an ascension body. And I'm, I'm going to learn more and more and more about this. And, and as I read this book and these series of books, hopefully during the six weeks I'm you know, out, I will be able to read more and then therefore bring more information to you guys, right? But um, apparently you're physical body will burn up a flame comes like it did for Jesus I guess and you burn your physical body up and your Maya Varupa body takes over and you can change the way that you look according to what you wish that's what I read I'm blown away by this like okay And I'm melancholy because I'm not with my uh, twin flame yet. And there's the sex question. (laughs) Oh, you thought I was going to get more serious. Oh, shit. No. 
because I want to be able to experience the um, earthly delights, shall we say, with my beloved when we're together in physical form. And I don't know if I could do that in a Maya Varupa body. (laughs) And I'm a melancholy about taking my physical body to the fifth dimension because I feel like if I go all the way to the fifth dimension in my physical body and then I come back down here to the third dimension, you know, to pick him up, I guess. I don't know what, you know, when we are finally together, we'll it feel the same? Will it be the same? I mean, there's a reason why we're all are here. We have to admit it. It's for the, it's for, you know, the chocolate and the sex, right? (laughs) You know, it's, it, we sure shit wasn't here for the 60 hour work weeks. You know, we weren't here for, you know, the diseases. (laughs) Nobody came here for the physical fights or the emotional trauma. No one came here for that shit, right? I mean, really? Yeah, I'll take this list of diseases as long as I could get to the good stuff. Oh my God, I can't wait to have sex again. You know, like, I'm serious. I I swear to God, that must be in the back of most of our minds. Can't wait to do the drugs. (laughs) I heard they got really good weed now. Oh, they've been cultivating. Oh, (laughs) LSD. That's been invented. Well, fuck. Might be time for me to go back to earth. (laughs) Nobody came here for the wasps or the bee stings or the scraping of the knees. Nobody came here for that. But some of us came here for the speed, I don't mean the drug, but I mean, you know, racing down the highway with the top down and a drop top. Ooh, that was one of my favorite things. I really had to give up that car. Oh, I was getting in so much trouble with the police. <laughs> Technically not the police, the highway patrol, but whatever, you get my drift. <laughs> so did they, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, shit, howdy. You know, some of us came here for the love to see how much we can love in a place with so much of the opposite of love, which is fear. And some of us were curious, what does fear feel like? Shit, we're from pure love. We don't know. We had to come here to find out the opposite of what we truly are at the core of our being so that we could appreciate us for who we are. So love has won, and I've been thinking about this. Um, I wrote it yesterday in my description of the show, even though I didn't say it out loud. I was thinking it when I published the show, right about 10 minutes before I published the show, I wrote it real quick, and I was like, yeah, what does that mean? So I've been contemplating this since yesterday. Love has won. What does that mean, love has won? What's love? Love is God. God is love. And everything is God. I start thinking about that. And then I start thinking about the demon who sits on the throne of hell. He's not the devil. He's just a a higher upper level demon. And I start thinking about him and I'm like, you know, when we have a thousand years of peace, the demons are actually going to get a break. 
the devil himself and the demons, they're all going to get a break because there's no one doing bad anymore. A thousand years of peace. I don't know what that means for the demons. <laughs> Are they all going to die? Are they all going to go on vacation? Is Aruba going to be crowded? I mean, I need to know these things. <laughs> Before I plan my vacation to Aruba, <laughs> where are they going? But I was thinking that um, love has won, but where does it leave the demons? And I thought, well, wait a minute, they're from God as well. Can you imagine coming into this reality as something like that, like a dark being and being so against everything and then finding out the end? Oh, shit, I'm loved too. I can relax now. I can finally be on vacation because I don't have to be evil or dark or bad anymore. I don't have to, you know, pose these questions to humans and make them go bad because everything is good now. Ah, oh. love is one, but you're love too. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, yeah, all, everything is love. Everything comes from love. it's such a beautiful design. You are the black and the white, the dark and the light, the day and the night. You might be in a female body, but masculine. That's yin and yang, baby. It's amazing. But you are masculine. You are feminine. No matter what your body looks like or what it's doing, you're the whole of the whole. You're all of it. You're the whole of it. And even in the middle of that word, W-H-O-L-E, that O is shaped like a zero. And right there, that stands for the no thing. What is zero? It's nothing. It's the no thing, which is what it's God. It's God outside of all of the physical realities. Nothing. Which is really something. Anyway, let's get to the space weather report so we could get to the weekly weird world news. I mean, the Earth Changers report first, but you know what I mean. (laughs) All right, spaceweather.com is where we turn to find out the news and information about the sun-Earth environment and find out what's up in space. The current solar wind speed is 348 kilometers per second. I got some news for you guys. We almost had an X flare today. <laughs> Departing sunspot AR3098. Oh, our dear old friend. It is leaving. It erupted today <laughs> at six the September 16th at 9:49 UTC time. And it it produced an impulse of M8 class solar flare. It was nearly an X flare. (laughs) It's nearly an X sunspot, but don't tell it. (laughs) The most powerful kind of flare to come out of the sun is an X flare. A pulse of X rays and extreme UV radiation did cause a strong shortwave radio blackout over Africa and the Middle East. Ham radio operators in the area may have noticed 
unusual propagation conditions at frequencies below 25 megahertz for as much as an hour after the flare. Just going to leave that little ditty right there. (laughs) Africa and the Middle East. I wonder what that energy did to the people there brought more light into their life. A lot more UV radiation, ultraviolet. Ooh, that makes me think of the violet flame of Master Saint Germain, who I don't know a whole hell of a lot about, honestly. Although I have used that violet flame, uh, I love that as a meditation. I don't do it often. I've done it only maybe a handful of times in my life. But I I thought that was kind of a cool one to do. But yeah, very interesting that. All right, so right now we have one, two, three, four uh, sunspots facing the Earth. And it says uh, departing sunspot AR3098 has a beta gamma magnetic field that harbors energy for M class solar flares. <laughs> and apparently X class solar flares as well. By Monday, it will be gone around the edge of the sun. (laughs) Interesting. We're on sunspot number 71. Holy Moses. (laughs) I keep coming across. And by the way, it's 1055 right now. I noticed that. (laughs) Five, five. That might be a message for you. 10 might also be a message for you. I've been seeing the number 10 a lot lately, which also relates to the wheel of fortune. <laughs> that is, um, those are angel numbers, but 71, 111, 777, 1171, 1177, anything, 717, 17 has been in my field of awareness. I mean, for weeks now, uh, today I, um, noticed that there's a tropical depression named seven, And I sent my friend an image where it said 17 minutes ago, I got the information about tropical depression seven. (laughs) I'm like, this is so weird. It keeps coming up every, I told you guys last night, seven 11 came up when someone said, Oh, he works down at seven 11 on like Seinfeld or something. I'm like, Oh my God. Or he went down to the 7-Eleven, which is a store. If you're not from the U.S. and you didn't know that, that's the name of a store. <laughs> it's so weird every time I turn around. I'm seeing a message from God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sunspot number 71. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, all right. That just actually shocked me. I didn't notice that earlier. Sometimes I look over the page before I get to it, but ah, I like it when there's a nice surprise like that. So where are we at as far as the cosmic radiation? We're still in solar cycle 25. Um, and we do get neutron counts uh, recorded and told to us from the University of Ulu and their Sodenkaila Geophysical Observatory in Finland. And they show that the cosmic rays are reaching Earth at, are, uh, have been slowly declining 
It's a result of the yin-yang relationship with the solar cycle and the cosmic rays. So when we get solar winds or solar flares or CMEs, we get less radiation from the outer parts of space. And when we have less sun activity, we do get more radiation from outer space. So where are we at right now? We've got the Ulu neutron counts and they are elevated at this point. And it's only gone up by 0.1% in the past 48 hours. I think it's where we were at yesterday. We are at 5.1% of the space age average. Now, what is all this stuff? Why do I even read this stuff on a metaphysical show, you might ask? Um, Because it affects us. It affects our DNA. It affects us in a lot of ways. And if you pull in your cells, energetically speaking, you, you breathe it in to your cells, the energy that is reaching us, It can help you grow spiritually faster. It sounds strange, but when you just imagine it, just use your creative mind, imagine and visualize it happening when you breathe in just normally with your lungs, just breathing in air with your lungs. Imagine that you're breathing into each individual cell, the radiation that's coming our way, and you're welcoming the light packets of information from the UV radiation. You're welcoming it to change your DNA and to bring you light codes and upgrades and downloads, if you will, of information from the sun. And I've noticed when I started doing this, that I started growing by leaps and bounds in my spiritual life. Sounds really strange, but when you do it, then you'll see what I mean. (laughs) You'll go, oh my gosh, this is so strange. I didn't know. (laughs) Uh, We have solar wind flowing from the northern corona hole in the sun. And it will be grazing the Earth's magnetic field uh, tomorrow and the next day. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Noctilucent clouds is like nil. There's like nothing right now on the the, uh, little map here. It is nearing the end of the season for that. By the time we come back in six weeks, I'm sure it'll be gone and it'll just be noctilucent cloud season again in six months. Right now, according to the uh, NASA's All Sky Cameras and the All Sky Fireball Network, they reported 37. Here's another one of those numbers keeps coming to me 73 and 37, or 733, or 377. <laughs> those are other numbers that keep coming my way. Here we go. (laughs) 37 fireballs were seen over the United States. These are meteoritic fireballs, basically meteorites. Uh, 34 were sporadic. Three were September Epsilon Perseids. And there you go. So now we're going to go over to the Schumann Resonance News. And we actually are no longer in a blackout. And as we long suspected... It really wasn't a whole lot going on over there. (laughs) A lot of people were like, it's just, you know, it's hardly anything. Don't worry about it. And one or two people are like, it means it's off the charts. It doesn't mean that. I I swear to God, it means that someone's cat spilled water on something. It, you know, it just doesn't mean what you think it means. I know it doesn't. I just feel like something. No, some lady in, in, I think here in Ecuador was saying it means it's over a hundred cause they can't register it. It's like, no, I've seen the disclosure news IT website. I've been looking at it um, daily for four years, more than four years, four and a half, oh, well, four years and nine months, something like that. 
And no, I've seen it over 600 hertz frequency. 7.83 is normal. But today, the only thing we had was power 20. (laughs) Not a whole hell of a lot. It's almost, it's not even three times the normal. Not a lot going on in Italy anyway. That's according to DisclosureNews.it out of Italy. So 20 hertz frequency, that's all we've got. Anything over 7.83 is significant. So that was significant, but it's not the big, huge bang that a lot of people were hoping for. Oh, the energy is riding high right now. I'm like, no, this past week I heard, I saw that a lot. Oh, the energy is so strong right now. It's like, no, it's not. The sun was doing jack shit and there was no Schumann resonance to speak of. And everything seems so quiet. And I'm like, Well, we had a full moon. I mean, if you want to count that, it was only for one day, but (laughs) I was just laughing at them. I'm like, what? People like to say that all the time. Oh, the energy was so intense. It wasn't all that intense. I mean, the moon was. The Mercury retrograde is more intense for me than anything else. But, you know, we all have to keep rising above the energy that's, you know, there for the masses anyway, right? We have to just raise our vibe so high that it's not going to affect us anymore at all. Raise yourself above your own astrology, please. I say to myself as well as to you. (laughs) Anyway, um, when we go to the HeartMath Institute at heartmath.org, we can look at the Schumann Resonance's power for six other cities to see what's going on or places. And according to the GCMS Magnetometer, on the 14th of September, 2020, 22 at the 2300 hour, which was on Wednesday, by the way, this is what was going on. We're still like 48 hours, um, behind on the information from this, uh, website, but, and I don't know why they used to be right on, on the money, like on the same day. And, and now they're delayed by a couple days. I'm not certain why. Anyway, this is where we were at. Remember 7.83 Hertz is normal. So in California, they were at 95 Hertz frequency, a lot more significant than the little 20 nothing over in Italy. Like, and they might be feeling it a little bit, but I mean, Hey, grab another glass of wine. You're good. At 95, that's a little significant. That's a little bit more. Uh, Hope of Saudi Arabia, as well as Hulului, South Africa, were both at zero. They've been zero this whole season eight weeks and nothing. (laughs) I don't know what's going on there. It might've been a cat spilling something on a computer. (laughs) You know, it might've been, or Hey, maybe they took the summer off. Who knows? Anyway, um, in Lithuania, they were at 150 Hertz frequency and oh, here we go again. Here's a special message to me (laughs) in Alberta, Canada, 170. There's that 17 staring me right in the face. Anyway, in Alberta, Canada, that's pretty high. So in Lithuania and Alberta, Canada, both, they have got, they've got very, very high, um, numbers. So I'm sure they're really feeling it. Alberta, Canada has got some weird energy, um, very high vibration. So I think there's gotta be some stuff going on up there energetically. I wonder if there's a lot of paranormal supernatural stuff up there. I've wondered that for quite a while, a few years now. Anyway, um, Last but not least, we've got Northland, New Zealand. They were at 61 hertz frequency. And that's it for right now. Um, I will be right back after these itty-bitty musical ditties that I picked out for your amusement. 
When I come back, we will get right down to it with the Earth Changes Report and the Weekly Weird World News right after this. Oh, thank you. guys, I'm going to hop right into it because apparently this person has really been on it (laughs) this week who runs watchers.news, which is a website where we go to watch the world evolve and transform. Uh, (laughs) This person's really been very busy. So I started this um, every Friday a while back, a couple years ago, many seasons ago so that on Fridays we could practice having love and compassion for other people. Also to keep an eye on what's going on in this, the end times and, um, kind of monitor our progress, I guess. And I'm a little bummed that there's so many articles because I don't know if that means (laughs) this person was just kind of taking it easy for, you know, a month or so. Or if they, you know, or if really, you know, it's gotten worse again. I don't know. Maybe we all hop to timeline and I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I got to get into it really quick because we have a lot to cover. And I saw some really fun, weird news headlines. So (laughs) we're going to get to that as soon as we're done praying for people around the world and practicing our compassion. When we do that, when you're able to love everyone in the whole wide world, you open up your 11th chakra. You need to open your, um, not only the seven chakras, major, major chakras in your body, but you have to open up the other five, uh, major ones. And then you can start, um, attaching to your crown chakra the rest of the 50 chakras in order to ascend. (laughs) There's so much guys, so much. We didn't even know. Oh, I'm learning and growing. And I hope y'all are too (laughs) with me. The more I know, the more I know, I don't know. As I said in the uh, introduction, like, man, it's just, um, and once we, we become ascended masters here on earth, we're still just in kindergarten. <laughs> oh my God, Lord of mercy, as they say in Missouri. Okay, I've never been there, but <laughs> apparently it's what they say in Missouri in the TV show Modern Family. So I've been saying that every now and again. Lord of mercy, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things I ever heard them say. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right, so let's just get into it because it's it's quick. I, in fact, I'm not even going to wear my cheaters because I actually, my eyesight is the best it's been in about three days. And if I have to, I will, but I'm actually okay. It's, it's all right, actually, right now. So thank God for milagritos or minor miracles. <laughs> all right, um, 
Tropical Storm K, K-A-Y, delivers nearly a year's worth of rain across Southern California. That was uh, like Friday or like last week. So, wow. Um, it shattered daily rainfall records. So, I guess we could send sunshine to people of California. They do. Uh, well, I grew up there. So, uh, until I was at least 12 and then grew up in Minnesota, weirdly. Um, <laughs> weirdly enough. Uh, and I went one year at the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks. Loved it and hated the weather. So, didn't want to slip and fall on the ice every fucking day anymore. Moved back to Southern California. (laughs) I mean, as soon as I possibly could, as soon as I was 18, man, and I was out, out. (laughs) Actually, I went one year. I I was, I I guess I was 18. I moved to California, but I, I stayed one year to go to school. Anyway, yeah, so Tropical Storm K, let's send love and light and sunshine to people in Southern California. You know what they say, it never rains in Southern California, but when it rains, it pours, man, it pours. You know that old song? It's totally true. All right, Typhoon Muifa to make landfall near Shanghai, China. It continued to move northwest over the East China Sea toward the coast of Eastern China and it was expected to make landfall in Zhejiang province on the 14th and pass over or very close to Shanghai, which is the most populated city in the world. So let's see. I'm sure we're going to hear about it. Oh gosh. They were on red alert. And I bet if we just skip over the rest of that one, we'll go to the next article and Sure as shit. Here it is. (laughs) Typhoon Muifa makes landfall in Shanghai as the, holy shit, the strongest typhoon ever to hit the city. Well, since 1949, at least. Uh, Wow. It made its first landfall in China on the coast of Zhushan, Zhejiang province at approximately 1230 UTC time on the 14th of September with maximum sustained winds of up to 151 kilometers per hour, 94 miles per hour. Wow. And the second in Shanghai's Fengxian district in 1630 at 1630 UT time with maximum sustained winds of up to 126 kilometers per hour or 78 miles per hour. Wow. Wow. Um, Wow, this this storm has some really strange images. Really strange. Wow, it, there's like a yin and yang symbol. Holy shit. And you could see very clearly in the second article, there's a dragon's face very clearly. Almost looks like a snake. In the third uh, picture of it as well. Um, dragons are uh, creatures in the upper atmosphere that create ooh and in that first one I see my love's name in it ooh not his name but I see his initials <laughs> oh man oh boy okay <laughs> I think his love's coming in like a hurricane baby <laughs> anyway um now I'm all embarrassed and yeah I'm actually blushing um, okay 
these pictures are really intense. If you can see spirits, if you guys can see, you know, the nature spirits in the pictures the way that I do, and, and here's a secret, take a lot of LSD, <laughs> do a lot of mushrooms, smoke a lot of weed, you know, the psychedelics, that's it, like, that's how at least I was able to start seeing these things. Um, but you can see it without, you just have to train the eye. You don't need to do drugs. Actually stay well, stay off drugs, kids. Um, it's not recommended for your brain or you end up weird like me. <laughs> oh shit. Howdy. All right. So, um, yeah, oh my God, these pictures are really tripping me out. Uh, yeah, the, the, anyway, they're in the upper atmosphere, these dragons, and they are, um, responsible for the larger weather systems and they have quite a bit of fun actually creating these huge storms and it's like there's a hierarchy in the invisible world with the invisible forces that we don't really know completely although it's been written about um to the best of people's ability and it all comes down it it all goes way 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 up the hierarchy to you know the source himself the great spirit but this is pretty interesting um when you see these storms and then when you're able to make out the dragon faces, you're like, wow. And they usually they look so happy. They have so much glee. Like, look what I was able to make. You know, they're so happy anyway. Um, so here we go. Tropical storm Fiona is heading toward the leeward islands. And this was uh, reported yesterday. It's just a tropical storm. Fiona formed at 1:50 UTC time on September 15th. Um, 2022 <laughs> at the sixth na- as the sixth name storm of the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season. The center of Fiona is expected to move across the leeward islands on Friday, which is tonight and early Saturday move near the Virgin islands and Puerto Rico. Late Saturday into Sunday. All right, so let's do this. Let's send love and light and sunshine to all of China, especially where Typhoon Muifa is, and especially to Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, to where Tropical Fiona is. We're going to send them some sunshine and light because this is hard for the people. Let's say prayers that all the people are safe. I know um, if they have major storms in the most populated city on earth i you know only god knows what can happen so let's just send love and light and maybe the energy of protection and um compassion and especially to puerto rico who in the past has been hit so hard by um horrible storms and the people are so vulnerable there already because of what's happened in the past so let's send so much love and light and sunshine to everybody there uh, all right, now we're going to go over to Earth Changes section of the website. And there were so many earthquakes, like, holy man. I This is so much. I might, I might have to pause this. Yeah, I'm going to have to pause this and go to the second, wet, the second page, guys. This is the most Earth Changes news we have had. Oh, my God. In it, probably this whole season episode, I mean, this whole season seven, this is the most news we've had on a Friday. I guess most of these are, are earthquakes. So let's just say prayers for all the people in these regions that they may remain safe. And, um, 
will send thousands of guardian angels to all the regions we're about to mention. Amen. And also let's send holy guardian angels. I will do that. Um, God, please send archangels to the people of Shanghai, China that need help and the people of California that need help as well as any people in, um, oh my God, I forgot where else it's raining so heavily. Anyway, all the places where it's raining and storming heavily, um, where we sent sunshine, um, let's send everybody holy guardian angels that need them. Amen. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. <sighs> A series of earthquakes have hit Papua, Indonesia on the 9th of September and 10th. The first quake was magnitude 6.2 according to the USGS, and it hit at 2331 UTC time on the 9th at a depth of 11.2 miles or 18 kilometers. It was followed by a a magnitude 5.9 and a magnitude 6.2. And the 5.9 was 11.9 miles deep as well as, or 19.1 kilometers. So... Yeah, that, those are, that, that, that's a pretty destructive, um, earthquake. 6.2 is nothing to sneeze out, guys. I was in a 6.1 right before this season started, like almost three months ago. In like two and a half months ago. It was, um, uh, it's just, it's, it's unnerving what happens out of nowhere and you're just like, whoa. Um, so yeah. There was a shallow magnitude 6.0 earthquake that hit the Mentawai Islands in West Sumatra in Indonesia. It was registered by the USGS as magnitude 6.0, hit the islands, uh, which is in uh, you know, West Sumatra, as we just said. The agency uh, USGS reported a depth of 20 kilometers or 12.4 miles. And the EMSC reported it as a magnitude 6.1, which is 10 times greater, but at the same depth exactly. So, um, well, there you go. Let's send love and light to people in Indonesia. They're really, really having a rough time right now. Okay, well, I guess that any place named Papua is going to be hit by an earthquake. <laughs> That's the rule of the past seven days. Um, there was also a massive six. I mean, oh my God, magnitude 7.6 on the Richter scale earthquake that hit Papua New Guinea. Holy shit. 7.6. Whoa. Hazardous tsunami waves possible. A very strong earthquake was registered by the USGS as magnitude 7.7. Holy Jesus. Hit eastern New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, on September 10th. And they reported a depth of 61.4 kilometers or 38 miles. Wow. Okay, well, thank God it was deeper. The deeper earthquakes don't do as much damage on the surface. But holy shit. The EMSC reported it as a magnitude 7.6 at a depth of 6.2 miles and 10 kilometers. Well, that's a huge difference. Six miles or 38 miles. 
Wow. Um, it's gotta be somewhere in the middle between those two. That is nuts. Holy shit. Let's say a lot of prayers for the people in Papua New Guinea. (sighs) Yeah, here we go. Seven people killed at least widespread damage to homes and infrastructure after the 7.6 earthquake that hit Papua New Guinea. Next article. Um, So, yeah, uh, let's say the prayers and send love and light and uh, extra archangels to the families of the seven people who were killed because um, they've got to be hurting right now emotionally and also they're probably getting tons of aftershocks so um, let's send a lot of compassion their way catastrophic tailings I don't even know what that word means catastrophic tailings dam failure at the Jaegers Fontein Diamond Mine in South Africa. Oh, man. It happened early Sunday morning on September 11th, and it caused loss of life and severe environmental damage. Well, um, let's send prayers and God, please send archangels to the families um, of the deceased, the people who lost their loved ones. Amen. So I, yeah, there's something I'm feeling about this is that psychically I'm just feeling, you know, you need to be a psychic, honestly, to see that this is uh, karma. Yuppers, deppers, that is karma, guys. A South African diamond mine? Yeah. You know, it's the flooding is up over the tires of the truck they're showing. The picture, if and by the way, you know, Watchers.News is where you go to see any of these articles. Let's move on. That was just too sad. Um, earthquake swarm ongoing northeast of Grimsey Island. I kind of like that name, actually. <laughs> Such a goth name for an island. Grimsey Island. <laughs> In Tjorns. Tjornes Fracture Zone in Iceland. I would never live in a place called Fracture Zone. It just sounds so scary. And also bad for mental health. (laughs) Okay, um, more than... What? Jesus Christ Almighty, this news is crazy this time. Oh, man, I'm like getting weird chills and I'm feeling really uncomfortable with this. More than six... 1,400 earthquakes. 6,400 earthquakes have been detected in the Tjornes Fracture Zone. No wonder they call it that. In northern Iceland since the start of September. You guys, it's right. It just like an hour ago became the 17th of September. We're only halfway through. I mean, are they going to have like 13,000 earthquakes by the end of this month? Holy shit. 
And here's a heads up. The last eruption in this area, because you know, (laughs) Iceland, it's the land of fire and ice, lots of volcanic activity, lots of volcanoes. The last time they had an eruption there was in 1867 and 1868, a hundred years before I was born. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, okay. I can tell you right now that's 155 years ago. The last time 154 years ago, the last time it happened. Holy shit. Oh man. I mean, lots of volcanoes, lots of rain, tropical storms, lots of volcanoes. That's just crazy. And here we go. Oh, man. Remnants of Tropical Storm K has caused severe mudslides in California. It always follows after heavy, heavy rains. We get the mudslides. That sucks. The remnants of Tropical Storm K brought more flash flooding. Told you guys. When it pours, man, it pours. Flash floods in Southern California. On the 12th and 13th of September, with mud and debris flows, were sweeping through three San Bernardino County communities. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. Oh God! It just—it just like it dampens your spirit with so much rain, so much flooding, and then the fucking mud. I mean, we don't have basements in California. You know, I—I I grew up there. I, I, I'm not there now. I'm in Ecuador, but when I say we, I, I just, it's like, I'm always like, I'm a Californian, you know, you can take California, you know, the girl out of California can't take California out of the gal. Right. But yeah, I'm, mm, 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 mm. yeah, God, let's just send whew, hopeful and inspirational energy to the people that have to fucking clean this up because it's such a bummer. Mud is so hard, such a bitch to clean. the Virgo in me, I think about cleaning (laughs) anyway, laughing at myself and moving right along. Um, here we go. A shallow magnitude 5.8 earthquake has hit American Samoa, a registered by the U S G S they said it was a depth of 10 kilometers or 6.2 miles. Why is it always Like every damn time, 6.2 miles, 10 kilometers. It's weird. I'm shocked it's not a 6.2 earthquake. I mean, it's like, are they just lazy? That's like the go-to default when we decided not to look at the equipment. I don't, I'm sorry. I just don't mean to be critical. I just like to see different numbers. Anyway, (laughs) Um, EMSC though, however, they actually looked at the chart. I'm just kidding. I'm sure they all looked at the chart. Anyway, they're reporting a magnitude 5.8 earthquake at a depth of 40 kilometers or 25 miles. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, let's send love and light. Let's send calm energy to all these places with their earthquakes, and especially now to American Samoa, because that's what we're on right now. Um, I don't even know what to say about this. This is really strange. (sighs) This is weird. Okay. 
Home Reef volcano re-emerges above sea level in Tonga. Yeah, right? It's weird. You heard me right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Home Reef submarine volcano in Tonga. Or is that Tonga? <laughs> Started erupting on September 9th, 2022 and reemerged above sea level. The activity at the volcano is fumarolic. That sounds like a really bad vape pen. (laughs) Releasing gas into the atmosphere up to one kilometer or 3,200 feet above sea level. I mean, not bad for a below the ocean volcano, right? To erupt 3,200 feet above sea level. That's, that's nuts. A hazard alert was issued to all Marines to sail at least five kilometers or 3.1 miles away from the volcano. Sail away from the volcano. Oh my God, that's really, that's crazy. By Marines, I'm assuming they meant boats. (laughs) Anyway, we're just going to let that go. Don't want to be petty. I mean, I do, but I don't have time. All right. Very strong magnitude 7.0 earthquake hits southeast of Loyalty Islands. Here's again a seven for me. Uh, A very strong earthquake registered by the USGS as magnitude 7.0 hits southeast of the Loyalty Islands in New Caledonia at 11.04 UTC time on the 14th of September, 2022, the agency is reporting a depth of 124 kilometers or 77 miles. There's my angel number again. EMSC is reporting a magnitude of 6.9 at a depth of 143 kilometers or 88 miles. Ah, there's your angel number. <laughs> okay, might be mine as well. Uh, 77 and 88. There we go. Um, wow. Do people leave, live on the loyalty islands? Maybe they do. Let's send them love and light over there. Just say prayers that everyone's safe in Tonga and in American Samoa and in the loyalty islands, New Caledonia. And here we go. There has been an earthquake swarm under Trident Stratovolcano in Alaska. A seismic swarm started under the Trident Stratovolcano, Alaska on the day before my birthday, August 24th. Why are we reporting this now? Anyway, (laughs) likely driven by the movement of magma or magmatic fluids, the swarm... Swarm, swarm, swarm is still in progress, but now at a decreased rate. The last eruption of this volcano took place in 1974 when I was six years old. Very interesting. Huh. God, I was in first grade last time, and I don't remember hearing about it. (laughs) I remember the first time I heard of a volcano in uh, the United States. I was in high school. And it was uh, <clears throat> Mount St. Helens erupted in Washington. And my, my cousin sent me a little vial of volcanic ash 
that she got out of her front yard. <laughs> she, they lived in Seattle at the time and she was like, Oh my God, it was snowing. We thought for sure it was snowing. We ran outside and it was a volcano and it blew its top. She wrote me the cutest letter and you know, she was four years younger than me. And I was just, she was like in maybe like sixth or seventh grade. And so she writes this really long letter. She drew pictures. She sent me this little vial of ash. It was adorable. We used to be super close when we were kids. And yeah, she fucking hates my guts now. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) I did not, I, I like did not sign up for that. I would have enjoyed being her best friend for her entire life. But now she's just, man, <laughs> she's, it, it just, it's a horrible situation, but that she started and I don't know why I literally don't even know why it's like, I said nothing wrong. I just, you know, I don't know. It's weird. People are weird sometimes. All right. So the final, uh, earth changes is about the weekly volcanic activity report <laughs> from the 7th to the 13th of, of September. They had new activity unrest reported for four volcanoes during this time. And there was ongoing activity reported for 18 volcanoes, which puts us at 22 volcanoes, which is one more than is normal. So we have a lot, we have a little bit more volcanic activity than is normal. Normal is 20 to 21. So you don't panic unless it's more than that. And we're at 22. So it's kind of like, Okay, be on alert. Um, what's really, you know, I mean, in Iceland and Alaska, they haven't really popped off yet. I would have to say, if you guys want to check it out in a few days, when they do, and when they put out another volcanic activity, I mean, I bet it'll go up to like 28 or something this week, if not next week. I don't know if you guys keep up with this when I'm not here. <laughs> You know, I'm going to, that was, it just said earthquakes, but I mean, I mean, it's just, I went under earth changes and it was just volcanoes and earthquakes. It doesn't seem like there was nothing else. They mentioned there might be a tsunami, but everything else is just, that's it. Severe weather and earth changes, you know, um, I don't know. So let's go over to coast coastam.com. And see, they always have really funny headlines, so here we go. And by the way, why do I do the weird news, weekly weird world news? We can laugh at what's going on in the world and wonder about it and just ooh and ah and oh. Why do we do this? Because you just spent 30 minutes praying for people you have no hope to ever meet, (laughs) usually. Um, You just prayed for strangers. You deserve a break. You deserve... A little reward, I believe, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And the more mirth and joy and laughter we bring into the world, um, the more, uh, you know, the better the world is basically. And so here we go. Um, yeah, this is weird. I, these two stories being right next to each other, the next two stories I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it makes me feel a little nervous. Mm. All right. (laughs) This is under coastcoastam.com forward slash articles. Okay. A chicken 
lays an incredibly rare round egg. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that's weird. Okay, a Canadian woman could not believe her. I-, I wonder if they're in Alberta, Canada. I mean, remember I was just saying early in the first half of the show, I'm like, hmm, it's possible. Right? <laughs> I bet she's in Alberta, Canada. Smack dab in the middle of Alberta. Anyway, um... A Canadian woman could not believe her eyes when she went to check on her backyard chickens. Discovered that one of the birds had laid an incredibly rare, perfectly round egg. What else lays round eggs, I wonder? Let's go to the next article. A bizarre escaped python hoax leaves a British woman fielding horrible phone calls. (laughs) Okay, there was no python but i mean a round egg don't snakes lay eggs and aren't their eggs perfectly round that makes me suspicious that there was a lazy snake out there that didn't want to have to raise its own offspring and put it underneath a chicken's butt when no one was looking i just i don't know I can't prove it. <laughs> if this if this chicken hatches, you know, <laughs> if this chicken hatches and it's not a chicken, we'll find out. Yeah, of course, if it's not fertilized, we'll never find out. Or maybe she's already eaten it. Or maybe she's going to charge 50 cents a pop for people to go into it, you know, going in to look at it. And until and it, you know, just absorbs enough energy and breaks and smells up the place and <laughs> maybe she'll charge 50 cents to smell the broken egg never mind <laughs> it's just okay and a woman in england was inund- inundated with distressed phone calls following a bizarre incident wherein someone posted flyers about an escaped python and used her number for the contact information <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served cold. (laughs) That's cold as fuck. (laughs) Bitch. Okay, this is really funny. Honestly, that is... I mean, if you really hated somebody, holy shit. I've lost my snake. It's around here somewhere. (laughs) Oh, man. That's kind of funny, actually. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, There's a video, if you want to check it out, on coastcoastam.com forward slash articles. Video. Curious crop formation found in Russia. Ooh. Near the mysterious lake. Baikal, B-A-I-K-A-L, and prompted an enlightening TV segment on the strange event. Ooh, this looks really interesting. Okay, I gotta look at this later. I can't show it to you guys, dagnabbit. So I'm gonna move right along to the next one. Next, we head over to coastcoastam.com forward slash in the news. So here we go. I'm going to start at the top and work my way down and see what happens. 
<laughs> That's what she said. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Man, I've been really on one for a few days, or I haven't been, and that's maybe why I'm thinking so much about sex. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, good God. If you all knew it was in my mind. Okay, you already do. <laughs> all right. Um, unearthing a Maya civilization that punched above its weight. Wait, what? That sounds very weird. Um, I don't know what that means, but it says the long sought ruins of Sakzi, T-Z-I, a small but influential Mesoamerican kingdom were discovered on a cattle ranch in Mexico. Wow. Um, that's really cool, actually. That's according to the New York Times. If you want to check it out, the whole article is available. I don't read whole articles, um, but y'all can go check it out. In in case any of these things uh, pique your interest. So, yeah. um, There's a Mothman Festival. (laughs) It honors Point Pleasant's infamous legend. Interesting. Crowds of revelers are expected to descend on West Virginia this weekend to celebrate all things Mothman, according to Unexplained Mysteries. So, hey, if you're in West Virginia, you may want to, uh, this is where Grandma Marion grew up, actually, where she was a white witch in the, in the hills and hollers, 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 something like that. I don't know. She said something like that to me once, but yeah, um, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, the Mothman prophecies. Very bizarre. I saw the Mothman once. My daughter told me one day, she says, I think I just saw the Mothman in our backyard. And she was really freaked out. And I looked and there's nothing. And the next night, I went to see how she was going to talk, not really tuck her in. She's kind of too old for that, but went in to say goodnight, told her I loved her, um, you know, kissed her cheek and whatever while she's going to bed, looked out the window and fucking saw the Mothman. But it was like, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was like, it was there, but it was like kind of not there. Like it was phased out of reality. It was there, not there. Really freaked me out. He had bright red eyes and look like he had moth wings, like a man with moth, moth wings. It was, I don't know. It was very weird. Maybe it was a hologram. Maybe it wasn't real. I don't know. It was just bizarre as hell though. I was glad that we didn't talk to him directly because people die after they talk to him because of the energy he's got and not because he wants to kill anybody. It's an accident. One of those weird, weird things. Anyway, um, an astronomy photographer of the year won a once in a lifetime picture. I mean, yeah, won an award for once a lifetime picture of a comet, Comet Leonard. And he caught it when the tail broke off and was being carried away by the solar wind. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I don't think the picture they're showing here is what they're talking about. So, If you want to check it out, you might have to go 
you know, come over here to coastcoastam.com to check it out. But this is according to the BBC News. That looks very interesting. This is weird. Um, I'm not sure I'm entirely comfortable with this. According to Smithsonian Magazine, by reading brainwaves, an artificial intelligence aims to predict what words people listened to. Uh, according to the brainwaves, what the hell? Researchers hope the technology might one day aid communication for people who experienced brain injuries. You think that's what it's really for? I don't. I think it's for the government to spy on us when they can't hear us. It's just my gut instinct. I don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Okay. Um, according to the Guardian, a 1.8 million year old tooth of early human found on a dig in Georgia. A student's find provides new evidence region. Does that like not make any sense? Students find provides new evidence region may be one of the first places probably in this region. They skipped a few words there. Maybe one of the first places early humans settled outside of Africa. Um, they don't say Georgia where Georgia, Russia, Georgia as in Atlanta in the United States. It's weird, but, um, one thing for sure I could tell you the tooth fairy missed one. (laughs) Like what? All right. Um, let's just go on. Uh, Hubble space telescope captures two overlapping spiral galaxies in a new photo. Ooh, that's so cool. The, I'm not even going to say the names of these galaxies. Anyway, the galaxies are located more than a billion light years from Earth. According to space.com, very interesting this. According to the vintage news, the Mütter Museum houses Albert Einstein's brain (laughs) and thousands of other creepy curiosidades or curiosities. There are oddities like conjoined twins, human skeletons, and abnormal organs. (laughs) Ew. Along with the plethora a medical tools. Ew. Ew. I just do not want to read that. Ew. All right. Um, it sounds like a place I would definitely want to go to, <laughs> but also it sounds like a place I definitely do not want to go to. I just, it's weird. Ooh, I, I just, I can't even with that. I did, I took, there's a weird museum literally called the weird museum. I took some kids to, I kind of never should have brought them there. There's like a shrunken head from Peru. There's a lot of weird shit there and they just got really freaked out and they were like, this place could give me nightmares. Get me out of here. I'm like, Oh, see for me, 
It sounded like a lot of fun. <laughs> I took them to Hollywood. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're just going to take a trip to Hollywood. You know, the other counselor, we were um, counselors at, we're childcare workers and, and, you know, we're taking care of teenagers and in, in the hood, in a really dangerous neighborhood. Like, let's get on up out of the hood. We don't need to hear, you know, uh, the gunshots so much. Let's go to Hollywood, Hollyweird. To the weird museum and um and the other counselor I was working with was actually somebody I was dating and I really loved him so much we had a past life together where we were sisters and we were spiritualists and we used to contact the dead together as for fun and money <laughs> for fun and profit <laughs> and he and I were we were just close from the day we met just love him dearly anyway um and he's like, I'm all for it. Oh my God. I'm so down. It's so weird. I love weird shit. So let's do it. <laughs> and it, it turned out to kind of maybe be a bad call on my part. I just, I love weird shit. I thought the kids would, I grew up reading about Frankenstein and the vampires. And I mean, this is the kind of stuff I would have been totally into. I mean, I could not go to the library without getting books on mummification practices in Egypt, but Right, I'm the Archangel of Death. Yeah, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Nobody else is obsessed with death as much as I am. All right, moving right along. <laughs> oh, now that I'm embarrassed a little bit there. <laughs> um, all right, so according to the big think, <laughs> a massive study of ancient DNA reveals hidden history of civilization and language. Advances in ancient DNA analysis gave researchers a new way to trace the movements of peoples across Eurasia. Ooh, that's interesting. I did bookmark a site the other day, I hope to God it's still there, about a new way where they can even if you're a man or a woman, they could trace like both matrilineal and patrilineal lines of DNA, but they're also not going to put it out there to the world so that your creepy cousin from God knows where calls you, hits you up asking for money, <laughs> which I thought was weird. I am your long lost cousin. It's just, uh, it's just too bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't know if I really want my DNA out there, <laughs> but I might. I mean, hey, if, you know, if I've got cousins in Ireland, that would be cool. I'd like to, I'd like to maybe do that. Maybe I'm, I'll do both of them eventually. I want to do my DNA testing, <laughs> uh, but that's weird. They could trace it and, and I, I, that would be very interesting. I'd like to see that, keep up with that, uh, that thread there. <laughs> According to DailyMail.com, Chinese scientists shoot down the idea that an oddly shaped oo-mau-mau, is that a song? Oo-mau-a-mau-a? No, oo-mau-mau, I don't know. O-U-M-U-A-M-U-A. That's how you spell that. It's an asteroid. You know, that weird, creepy asteroid that just like randomly roves around and then like leaves, comes to the galaxy and do-do-do-do-do and then leaves. It's like, what the Anyway, this is the first interstellar object to visit our solar system. It was first observed in 2017 in October. 
it's a per that's a perfect time to see something that creepy I don't know if you guys have seen pictures of it but um how would they think it's not alien it's I mean it's foreign to our galaxy so obviously it is alien but I think they mean extraterrestrial anyway let's just move on um <clears throat> odd new meta surface material is a doorway to strange quantum phenomena Ooh. I kind of want some of that <laughs> um According to the debrief, a new tech developed by scientists at Sandia National Laboratories may soon replace cumbersome technologies. Okay. I mean, they're saying Sandia, and I'm thinking reverse engineering. (laughs) Do, 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 do. (laughs) That is E.T., uh, technology that they're reverse engineering or I know that there's ETs over there living there yep that's over in New Mexico I think my I think my um my uh, mother's husband actually lived there I mean worked there in Sandia for a while I don't know if he's there now I know I thought last time his last job he had I think was at the airport I think for years he worked at Sandia National Laboratory. Like as a janitor. Like he didn't, he wasn't a scientist. But my mom used to go visit the monkeys. Oh, how cute. And and my husband and I just looked at each other when she was talking about it. We're like, shit. Do we tell her that they were being experimented on with HIV and other diseases? Probably not. <laughs> She's like, oh, they're so cute. We can take the kids over to see the monkeys. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't think I want to do that. As if my kids find out later. I mean, my my oldest would have already figured it out. I I, I just know too much, too, too political, too complicated, too scary, too animal abusey. Oh, God bless the monkeys of Sandia Laboratory. Anyway, um, according to Motherboard, the Ukraine has used equipment in Kiev to study the skies, and the results are bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, Ukraine's astronomers say that there are a ton of UFOs over Kyiv. Kyiv. K-Y-I-V. Hmm. I would hate to have a K-Y-I-V. <laughs> Sometimes I slay myself, and KYIV would slay anybody. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. That speaking of death humor, anyway. I, yeah, you know what? There are a lot of UFOs over the Ukraine and, and over Russia. Yesterday were these massive angel wings. There were clouds, of course, but looked like angel wings. I sent that to a lot of my our fellow archangel incarnates and I sent it to the the man who claims to be the devil and he said well I've lost and misplaced my wings so maybe I'll just go take those <laughs> like they're clouds over Russia but okay if they were really angel wings that'd be actually pretty cool you know hey <laughs> how does one misplace their wings they're in the upper dimensions dude like anyway the conversation says that seven times 
or I mean, they have an article saying seven times people discovered the Americas and how they got there. Well, that would be interesting to read if you all are interested in that sort of thing. When Columbus landed in 1492, guess what? The Americas had already been settled for tens of thousands of years. (laughs) He discovered jack shit. He landed there. He didn't discover anything. He just pretended he did and Oh, it's wide open. Nobody's there except all of the natives. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, we don't like him on this show. <laughs> we love everybody. We love him. You know, the light within him that he was unaware of when he... Anyway, never mind. Haunted by Hungry Ghosts. The Joe Fisher Story. That literally sounds like something I would have listened to on... A Saturday morning when I was a kid. I don't know why that sounds like that to me, but it does. While investigating the practice of trance channeling, Fisher abandoned his professional skepticism and fell in love with a spirit entity named Philippa. According to Animalian. <laughs> okay, um... I mean, that sounds like a bad, interesting romance story, but apparently it's real. I don't know. I, you be, you decide, (laughs) you be the judge of that. Um, well, they're trying to decide over there at live science if Mesopotamia really is the world's oldest civilization or if it's somewhere else. That also something to debate, but let's move on. Um, according to Live Science, there's a new class of exoplanet that is half rock, half water, discovered orbiting a red dwarf. Ooh, that sounds promising for anyone who wants to hop on over there in their spaceship. <laughs> uh, they could. The, the find could boost the search for alien life, it says. So, interesting. All right. They're just looking for alien life. I may have to do this myself, according to Unexplained Mysteries. Um, Robert Bigelow is offering grants of up to $1 million to fund an attempt to communicate with someone who has died. I communicate with dead people constantly. I'm the Archangel of Death. Who better than me, Mr. Bigelow? Uh, he's very interesting. He's a really... He's he's uh, somebody who is... I think... Um, I think he's uh, either a part of it or a partial owner or at least a researcher, investigator at the Skinwalker Ranch he's very interesting, but he's, he, I think he's a billionaire and I think he's, um, I know he's been interviewed a ton of times on coast to coast AM back when this was with Art Bell. And I'm sure he's there with George Murray. He's been, he's been on the show a lot. Robert Bigelow. He's a very, very interesting person. He might even be uh, related to the Bigelow tea company. Maybe I'm not sure. I always thought that, though. I'm like, oh, maybe he has that tea money. (laughs) He never talked about it on the show, as far as I know, but 
Interesting guy. All right. Um, mysterious objects have been seen over several states. Southern Arizonians were baffled by strange lights spotted in the early morning sky on September 7th, which was a Wednesday, according to KOLD.com. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I just read on um, this Oregon um, account on Instagram that this person gridded the city of Phoenix with over a thousand um, pieces of organite. And they said that uh, the, the whole city, everything has changed, the energy has changed. Which is good, because it's a portal to hell. I mean, it's Phoenix. <laughs> if you've ever been there, it's really hot. Even in the middle of winter, in the middle of the night. I was there, it was like over 100 degrees. It's like, how the hell is it that hot right now? That place is weird. It's got weird energy. I have seen... I saw, a, like, a bunch of Hell's Angels ghosts, like, literally with Hell's Angels jackets. It said that on their back, their jackets. And they were surrounding our car during a section of highway. And then they turned off and fucking disappeared into thin air. Loud, 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 loud motorcycles, Harley Davidson motorcycles. And then just, oop, poof, gone. Not too far from Phoenix. That's a scary, Arizona's a weird state. Weird energy. Sedona's got some really, really gnarly negative energy. And it's weird that a lot of spiritual people who claim to be super spiritual have all these retreats there. I will never fucking take you guys there. I do not like it. It is horrible energy. They try to uh, control people there, their energy. It's really scary. I ugh, I had some really bad experiences there. Um, but yeah, so lots of mysterious objects. But this person who does the Organite said that they absolutely noticed that when they first started using the organite black helicopters would show up ufos would show up like the energy that their devices were putting out signaled like alien or i mean extraterrestrials as well as uh government men in black types and no one stopped to knock on the door like what are you doing in there you know uh but people were uh, like taking note and non-people people were taking note like you know non-human people were taking note it's very very strange um let's let's leave on a less strange note a bear has crashed a two-year-old's birthday party to eat the cupcakes <laughs> the parents and other adults at the party rushed to get the kids inside yeah but the Bruin was more interested in the contents of the picnic a table <laughs> oh it was yogi bear according to upi <laughs> that is um that's incredibly sweet that's incredibly sweet I, i'm gonna uh reminds me of a story my kids told me about a bear tea party but we're we're not gonna we're we'll save that for another time <laughs> oh that's so cute who knew that bears like cupcakes i love bears they're so adorable all right that's it guys that's it for now i hope you've loved this episode this week's episodes and this season's episodes 
of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to the show, please tell everyone you know. I really do need the listeners. I would love to get my sponsors back, and it's the only way we can do it. That's why I'm taking six weeks off. i got to work and make money (laughs) outside of the show because I don't make any money at the show anymore. (sighs) Anyway, I love you guys. Love all of you very much. Thank you for being on the spiritual journey with me. I'm glad we're all doing this together. If you ever need to contact me, even during the break, you can contact me at mermaidgirl888 on Instagram. And that's it. And my email is in the description of the show. That's it, guys. I am signing off. And I will be back in six weeks on Halloween. (laughs) Signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes. Of the Holy Fifth Dimension, guys. Peace. Hey, guys. I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, For a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast. Well, I have two solutions for this question. Number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the Anchor app, locate my channel, and sign up anywhere from $0.99 to $9.99 monthly and you can stop anytime. Or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way. And you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you.